Hello, and thank you for listening to DHL's Made in the Americas podcast. I'm Stacey Sarbaugh. I manage the Sustainability Corporate Responsibility Program for DHL's Communications, Sustainability, and Brand Team in the Americas region. This podcast covers various topics impacting the 21st century workforce from the perspective of DHL executives in the Americas. For this podcast, we have Gilberto Castro, Disaster Response Team Program Director for the Americas and Senior Director of Operations for DHL Express in Colombia. Gilberto will discuss DHL's Disaster Response Teams, or DRTs, and the role that these DRTs play in providing global humanitarian logistics in time of crisis. Thank you for joining us today, Gilberto. Thank you for having me, Stacey. So let's start by sharing some background on DHL's Disaster Response Team program. Can you tell us how the program actually got started, Gilberto? Yes, Stacey. The program got started in 2003 with an Iran earthquake. After that, a group has been already deployed several times before getting an official partnership with the United Nations in 2006. Our first year in America was actually based in Panama in 2007. So I'm assuming that our employees have to go through some pretty intensive training. Can you explain what that training process looks like and what is the purpose of the DRT? We do a weekend intense training that helps them prepare when we go into an airport to making sure we avoid any bottlenecks and make sure everything gets in and out of the airport as soon as possible. Also, we help our local nonprofit organizations to quickly distribute humanitarian relief aid to those in need. So that's very important work that we're doing, Gilberto. And um, I, I love to see how DHL is actually using the skill sets of its employees to provide those types of services needed in those communities. How did DHL's employee DRT volunteers actually get activated or deployed to a disaster area? Okay, we have about three levels of activation. Basically, the primary one is the United Nations activating our memorandum of understanding. Also, uh, we have a memorandum of understanding with uh, several countries in the region. So um, we get activated by them, such as Red Cross, USAID, and other government response organizations. And uh, also, you know, DHL itself can activate the DRT when needed. So how often would you say that DHL's disaster response team volunteers are actually deployed? Yes, Stacey. Uh, globally, uh, the DRT has been deployed 52 times in over 25 countries since 2005. So we have just about 886 DHL employees that have been provided uh, support in over 643 days. Also, in the Americas, um, we have been deployed 30 times in 21 countries since 2005, mainly in Latin America, Caribbean, Puerto Rico, Central and South America as well. So uh, we get deployed at least two, three times a year, especially in hurricane season. So, and I know that, you know, with COVID-19 restrictions and social distancing requirements, it, they impacted the support that many nonprofit organizations received the last year. So was DHL still able to provide this valuable DRT support in 2020 due to that pandemic? Of course, we have to make a lot of adjustments in our deployment process and procedures, but we, we were very active in the Americas. Actually, we had uh, 231 uh, DRT volunteers uh, provide over 
56 days of service to support COVID-19 response efforts in countries like Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Guatemala, and Panama. And we moved over 100 tons of freight and we supported basically PPE material, warehouse storage, uh, supporting the NGOs, getting it in and out of the airports and getting it moved through the warehouse for distribution. So it sounds like DHL's employees have played a very active role in the COVID-19 response. And we know that in 2020, the Americas region faced a record hurricane season on top of the pandemic. So I understand that DHL's DRTs were deployed to Honduras, Colombia, and I believe Panama uh, in response to the hurricane relief efforts. So can you share what the DRT volunteers accomplished during those deployments? Yes, we have over 41 DRT employees volunteer over 29 days, and where we, we handle tons of humanitarian aid during that time, mainly working with Red Cross and local government agencies and USAID as well, and American Red Cross as well. So it was a very complicated uh, season for us with COVID restrictions and uh, taking all the kind of precautions, you know, with the team, but uh, I think we did a great job and the team was very excited to actually help during a pandemic and actually get deployed during hurricane season. Thank you, Gilberto. 2020 was certainly a challenging year for all of us, and we know that um, DHL's DRTs respond after a disaster strikes, but can you explain the role of DHL's Get Airports Ready for Disaster or GUARD program, and tell us a little bit about how GUARD fits into the DRT program. Actually, uh, the GUARD program came around in 2011 when the United Nations asked us to provide a training, a more proactive training rather than reactive. So what we did was we, we go in and we take experts in airport within our DRT, and we do a week training at the airport and we actually did one in 2013 in El Salvador that will be start off during these guard trainings. Uh, we just finished one in Puerto Rico. And it's getting all airport authorities ready how to react when disaster happens and you get three times the amount of flights going into that country. How should the airport react to it and managing all the humanitarian aids? Let's switch gears a bit and Tell us a little bit about yourself. In what capacity and when did you start with DHL's Disaster Response Team program? Well, I got enrolled into the program in 2005, actually for Hurricane Katrina in the U.S. And during Hurricane Katrina, uh, we were supporting uh, the U.S. National Guard with all the humanitarian aid going into the country. Actually, we were based in Miami at that time, and we were supporting uh, the U.S. National Guard there. So I know that DHL's uh, disaster response team volunteers are some of the first people on the ground when disaster strikes. And normally, I believe you said it's within the first 72 hours following an event. I'm sure you have many stories, but can you share maybe your most memorable moment during the deployment? Well, Stacy, I've been deployed over 15 times in the region already in the Americas. Every deployment is very unique. Um, but most recent one, let's say it was uh, Bahamas in 2019 for Hurricane Dorian. We were deployed exactly 72 hours after the hurricane went through. And um, we actually had a, a, a team put together from Panama, Colombia, and Miami. 
and uh, we deployed into the Bahamas. And I remember that we were our first priority was meeting a flight, a cargo flight that was departing from Miami International with aid for our employees. When we got off the plane, we saw this group of people running toward us. And then when they got to us, I mean, they were hugging us and they were crying. They were very happy to see us. And uh, these are DHL employees that have been heavily impacted by this hurricane, right? And the first thing uh, was they took us to the to the Orpha, to DHL facility, uh, to our facility there, and we helped them clean up the office. And they were telling us the story, how horrible it was, and uh, how their families and themselves have been heavily impacted. And after that, we went to their houses, and we helped them out as well. It was very emotional for me seeing how people see the DRT and they knew who we were. Sounds like that was certainly a very extensive um, operation there. So in closing, could you share maybe a few recommendations that you might have for other companies as they work to create public-private partnerships in their communities? Well, you know, it's very simple. I mean, it's, you know, just make sure you reach out to your local nonprofit organization in your country, align your company's skill set and expertise with their needs. You know, you need to make a step forward in, you know, connecting people and improving lives. And everybody can do it. You know, just make sure you reach out and help. We look forward to those opportunities. And thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for the next edition of our podcast. Thank you.